Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Furlow. You can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm your host, Brian Seddon. I'm joined by Jacob Furlow. All right. So, um, hey, we're back. Uh, we were on vacation. I was on vacation. Thank you. And um, I survived. Went to Florida. I can literally see the COVID on you. I can see I mean, it. I can possible. smell it. It's possible. I mean, I, we were masked up. You know, everyone was masked up around us. For the you most have part. lost a lot of weight. I feel like since the last time I've seen you. Maybe it's just the lighting. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. kind of the lighting. All right. Um, Welcome no, back. We, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. So Hope we you so we had it. some time off. Yeah, it was good. Um, but we're back, better than ever. Well, yeah, not really. Um, hey, we're, so. Limping along, surviving like the rest of the country. Correct. Well, that's depressing. It is, isn't it? But we're here to bring you something to talk about other than how the world is going to end in a week. Yeah. Let's get between them now and to then. Talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so last last episode for those that you know listen, we weekend we did our best week out. Yeah, we, we did the uh, we did the Clone Wars season seven audio commentary of episode one, and um, look, look, we, we had... got complaints. I'm just gonna throw it out there. People were not happy with it. I thought it was okay. I thought, you know, look, there were some there was there were some lulls. There were some lulls where basically people were just listening very poorly. To the bad bad or, or to yeah to the uh, to the Clone Wars episode yeah. season seven, but what little dialogue we did offer was was incorrect. Okay, <laughs> it, was, it was generally incorrect. Uh, and then also you know there was a you know the complaint of uh, you know I can't really hear the 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 show. I mean we we did hear, our best. I don't know. We tried. So here's here's the deal. We're gonna take you know we promised. Hey, we're gonna do all these episodes like that. Uh, we're we're did gonna we promise that. I felt Boy, like that we was did. silly. Yeah. Well, we make a lot of false promises. Um, yeah. But we're gonna go we're gonna go a different route with it. Um, we're not gonna do any of it tonight. What we're gonna do with you're uh, welcome. Clone War season seven is in a future episode. That's a very non-committal there. In a future episode, we will just break down the entire season. Right. Um, Which, I mean, Clone Wars Season 7 was absolutely fantastic. I mean, you know, there were some moments in there that were, in my opinion, some of the best Star Wars moments that you have. There were some fantastic moments. I'm also being noncommittal. Some, some of the of best, the best moments, moments. I didn't say 10. I didn't Star say Wars? top 20. I didn't say 30. When, okay, well, when, very, very when, broad, when Darth Vader finds Ahsoka's lightsaber. <gasps> Spoiler. Sorry. Ooh, crappity crap, crap, crap. I thought it was a gripping. I thought it was moving. The stuff with Rex and Ahsoka at the end, I thought it was, again, gripping, moving, heart-wrenching, fantastic. Some of the greater moments in Star Wars. Star Wars has a lot of great moments. Hundreds. This is in that list, okay? Does that make it more palatable for you, Brian? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. And so, hey. I'm so glad you're okay with it. So, so this episode is going to be pretty much all news. It's going to be um, quick news. Because we've, we've been gone for, for a couple weeks, and there's some things that have come out. And so uh, let, me, let, me just, let me just do this for you. So if you don't know what this music is, which I did not a few seconds ago. 
Jacob thought it was He-Man. <laughs> anytime with Brian, it's like, I just guess He-Man. If I don't know it, I just say He-Man. The Bad Batch is coming to Disney Plus in its own animated series. Did that is the uh, Bad Batch yeah. theme song. Did we talk about this before, or did we just talk about how we, we something thought, we would like? We said, like. yeah, probably okay. so. So let me yeah. just read the uh, some some news here about Let's it. Rip, tater chip. Disney Plus ordered its next animated series from Lucasfilm, Star Wars The Bad Batch. Fresh! Off the critically acclaimed series finale of Star Wars The Clone Wars, the Disney Plus original series will premiere on the streaming service in... 2021. In the year. 2000. Thank you, Conan O'Brien. All right, uh, boy, that brings me back. Yeah, remember? Yeah, but we would we would just be sitting in the out. year 2000. <laughs> we would just be sitting at work and just start yelling that out. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, the series follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy. I already have a question for you. Hopefully you address it in your... In your in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars. Members of the Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who are very genetically... Huh? Who vary genetically from their brothers in the Clone Army, each possess a singular... Exp- ex- Expertise. Uh, each possess a singular exceptional skill, oh. which makes them extraordinary effective soldiers and a formidable crew. They will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. Can I, do you want me to continue? You got... Why do they look different? They're clones, right? They're clones from Django. Why do They're, they look different? They address that. Oh, do they? Do they address it in the Clone Wars and I might have missed it? Or do they address it in the upcoming Bad Batch series? No, they address it in the in the uh, episode. Oh, I knew uh, they're I know they're like mutations that you know it didn't they didn't work out correctly the way that they thought they would work out on Camino or whatever Camino Camino, um, but I, I'm surprised they look all so drastically different. So here, let me just play a little. Let me just play a little something for you now. Ooh, I'm excited. This is. This is this gets to it a little bit. We did not roll. We're gonna this. have an we're gonna have an ad real quick here. Uh, we're gonna. I can't skip it yet. This is. Give us money, whoever this, this is, person is. <laughs> this is how the sausage is made here. I, I apologize, people. All right, so here we go. So, what squad are we taking in? Clone Force ninety nine. Ninety nine, eh? Nice touch. So why haven't I heard of this squad? Clones to me, the defective clones with the desirable mutations. Defective clones. That doesn't answer with, my question at all. Sure, it does. It's they're defective clones with desirable mutations. But why do they look differently? That's part of the mutation. I think so. Yes. Okay. All right. As well That's as fine. well, I think I think the main uh, when you say desirable mutations, I think the. Uh, it's their skill set that makes that's the desirable part of the right. mutation. I think they were. Um, 
So you could look at it two ways, and they never really explained it. You could look at it as, you know, are they defective because they came out not looking like each other, and um, they have these different skill sets, or, um, or vice versa. I don't know. But either way, we, we got what we got. Let me let me keep reading. Giving new and exciting fans the final chapter of Star Wars The Clone Wars has been our honor at Disney+. Plus, and we are overjoyed by the global response to this landmark series, says Agnes... Chu, she's the senior vice president of Disney Plus. I think her name is Deborah Chow. No, it's just says oh. Agnes Chu. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Deborah Chow is one of the directors. From I know it was. Well, it was a funny. It was, a, it was a joke. While the Clone Wars may have come to its conclusion, our partnership with the groundbreaking storytellers and artists at Lucas Animation is only beginning. We are thrilled to bring Dave Filoni's vision to life through the next adventures. Of the bat, of the bad, bad batch. batch. Yeah, I got a little more if you if you okay. want. I think I'm this, interested. I have a question. I it, can, can, a I, little, can I ask my question before you jump more. in? Because I will forget it. My memory is horrible. Doesn't give much actually. Okay, but yeah, go ahead. Is Dave Filoni involved in this at all? And I don't want him to get like a supervising producer. Star credit. Wars: The Bad Batch is executive produced by Dave Filoni. Okay, I like um, it. Athena Written Portillo. By Athena Portillo, she makes really good hot dogs. And, and Italian, Italian beef. If you're into that, I'm not really yeah. into the Italian Which beef. Which is a shame. Well, it's just not my thing. It's Who wants wet wet bread? Everybody. No. Everybody but you. Because the bread sops up the juice. Like and it's it. not dry. I don't like it. And it, it just, just literally melts flavor. in your and mouth. The, no, the, oh, the there's beef's tons of flavor. Like, the tar- tons the of flavor. The beef's always like kind of chewy and stringy. Well, I no, would much I'd, rather but, have like a Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteaks are phenomenal. It's ba- it's basically the same beef. It's just kind of seasoned differently. There's not as much au jus. And then with Italian beef, no you generally have... Philly steak. Okay, fine. All right? There's like some oil or grease from There's the pan, grease, right? Yeah. From, and then you have different peppers. You have like onions and different types of bell peppers so that you are get grilled green, and sautéed with Philly, the Philly cheese. Philly cheesesteak, you get, you get a... Um, You're from Tampa Bay, right? You're from Florida? Yeah. Okay. Have you lived in Florida longer, Philadelphia longer, or Chicagoland area longer? Uh, so, I lived in Florida for 20, probably cumulatively, probably 20-something years. 20 years, 20, when did I move away? You were how old when I met you? Well, no, I moved away when I was 18. No, I was still in Florida. I just moved to North Florida, which feels like moving away when you're in Tampa Bay and you go to Pensacola. Um, but, uh, so that was 20... I, it's probably I'm 40 years old. I've lived half of my life in Florida. And now I've lived half of my life in this godforsaken Northwest. So Indiana. never a day in Philadelphia. And I'm not saying you have to be Why from Philadelphia, raised in Philadelphia, good, enjoy a Philly cheesesteak. Cheese but I'm saying you should have some allegiance to an Italian beef. Why? What? What does that have? Because I live here now. Yes, absolutely. I like the Chicago hot dog. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's a win. Yeah. A lot, not, not a lot of people do. I feel like more people like an Italian beef. And they do a Chicago, well, Chicago there's a lot of hot dog. Morbidly but, obese people in Chicago as well. There's a lot of morbidly obese people throughout the country. <laughs> this is true. And it's because everybody has their own version of a Chicago house, Chicago style hot dog for wherever they're from. You know, we got Natchitoches meat pies down there. I know what that is. That's a pie that's, that's got meat and onions and stuff a in shepherd's it. Shepherd's pie. It's from no, no, not even close. There's no mashed potatoes. It's not baked in an oven. It's like an apple pie it's a, with meat in it. You got it. That's and they're disgusting. absolutely, I'm telling you, I had a crawfish etouffee that sounds meat pie. Also. It was a pie, 
stuffed with crawfish etouffee. Rice and crawfish and onions and bell peppers and roux. Brother, it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right, so... Um, the Man, bad, we got off track there. Bad Batch could uh, be trying something new in a galaxy far, far away, according to Darth Maul actor Sam Witwer. Oh, he yeah. says, uh, "Yeah, this guy talks out a lot." Yeah, so he says, "I will tell you, it looks really, really good. It looks so. He must be in the Bad Batch, then, maybe." Well, maybe he's doing he something else. It? Maybe he's not Darth Maul. I will tell Maul. you it looks really, really good. It looks absolutely well, beautiful. Well, no, he definitely is in there because Darth Maul, obviously, in, in Season 7, which we'll talk about of Clone Wars, is like the king of the gangster underworld, in a way, or kind of becoming yeah. that. So, yeah, I'm sure he's in Bad Batch. Um, it's the brief tease about the plot that and where we're headed, though, that could get the midichlorians racing. Uh, uh, that's from Bradley Russell from Total Film Magazine, that joke. The story, at least, I know where the story begins in the first several episodes, and I'm very pleased because it's a little area of Star Wars that has not been often visited. That's from Sam uh, Sam Witwer. Right. Uh, whether that's new planets, locations, or even major new characters remains to be seen, but those perhaps jaded by the Skywalker saga and all is so good out by the Clone Wars ending early this year, have every right to be excited by that. That's so cool. I mean, I, mean, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about the show. I enjoy the Bad Batch portion of the Clone Wars. Um, yeah, it was great. It was yeah, we talked on our we did. on our commentary about... Because episode the first episode we watched was all about the Bad Batch. So yeah. we, that, that seems like something... The few moments we did with. speak in the episode was us praising the Bad Batch right. characters. And, and I tell you this, kind of they come setup. out with the Black, Sigur, Black Figure series for those... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd get them. Well, that's because you're into toys. <laughs> There's a lot of collectors out there. Okay. No, I believe that. I believe that. And, and most of them hopefully listen to us, and I would like them to conti- continue to, despite my last comment. <laughs> <laughs> you and your dolls. <laughs> Enjoy your Barbie. <laughs> All right. So, um, next big news, okay. and, then, and then we'll jump in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to been here. I just grabbed my note as Brian right. grabbed Let's his. just get into this. Right. Um, you know, not not surprising. Uh, Disney delays a trio of upcoming Star Wars movies by a year each. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously due to Corona. Um, you know, the movie theaters. They, they see me Rona Rona. <laughs> the, the movie theaters were going to open and they're like, now they're not, it seems like. Right. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, everything has kind of gotten set back a little bit. We were trending along positively. And by some measures, we still are trending along fairly positively. But unfortunately, depending on what news organization you listen to, we're either doing fantastic or not so fantastic. And unfortunately, it's not worth the risk, America. It's not worth the risk. Rona Watch 2020. (laughs) I think that's patented. Yeah. Uh, Bob Marley, he's a comedian. Uh, look him up credit. on Facebook. Very he's funny. Very funny. Um, all right, so anyway, um, we, we knew three movies were coming. So one was going to be December 16th, 2022. That's pushed back to December 22nd, 2023. The other one was supposed to be December 20th, 2024. Now it's December 19th, 2025. And then lastly, one was December 18th, 2026. That's um, now December 17th, 2023. Seven. If you have something planned for December 2026, and now it's December 2027, yeah. I could give a rat's rear end. 
like I could care less. Well, a, and I don't want to steal your thunder I mean, unless you have looking, it on there. I was actually going to read oh, it on I do, my I do yeah. have because it more. talks about what these what these unidentified films could possibly be, which that's the part that intrigues me. Well, here's what I have. Disney and Lucasfilm had not previously disclosed what these specific Star Wars movies would be, and it's possible they still don't actually know, according to this. Uh, Former Disney CEO Bob Iger stated that Star Wars films will be taking a break after Rise of Skywalker um, and after all the fallout from Last Jedi. Uh, We know that a number of Star Wars movies are in development and that potential candidates take these release dates. Um, so, but Taiki Wadi, Taiki, Taiki Wadi, he's doing uh, one, um, and he'll co-write, uh, let me pause you. I've got something on Taiki. Is that okay? Was, Real quick. Yeah, I was, I was doing really well with this. I felt like you weren't, you were <laughs> stuttering and stammering along. <laughs> anyway, the, it has, the movie, the movies are delayed. Kevin Feige, Feige, Feige. <laughs> We always get it wrong. I always get it wrong. Feige. Feige. Kevin Feige is um, is one of those. And I think, I think, didn't really work that time. I think the other one is um, that they're referencing is the still possible Ryan Johnson. I think. To see that, and I re- here's the thing with the Ryan Johnson thing. Can, can oh, we get an answer go. already? Get ready. Get ready, guys. Grab saying, your no, pillow. Can we just get an answer already? Like, why is this... How do we still not know if Ryan Johnson is doing a movie or he's not doing a movie? I mean, what the frick are we waiting for? Yes or no? What's going on? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it's well, just really, okay. even so, in this but report, you know why? It, because... says, uh, it, says, it says Ryan Johnson may or may not still be developing. This came out freaking, when did this thing come recent. July 23rd. Yeah, recent. How do we still not know? I don't know, but I a I'd wish you'd shifted into a little bit of low gear. Wow, it's just ridiculous. Drastically, overly fired up about it. I, B. I saw Knives Out. I have not. Is it's it good? actually good. Yeah. So Brian Johnson I liked Looper. and I liked Looper. I did. So he yeah. does good, but he freaking poos well, no, here's the thing. all over Star Wars. I thought about this today oh, drive, when I was stuck in traffic going down 8094. And yes, I should have taken the back roads, yeah. Brian. You were right. Um, a lot of... Boy, that was a long delay. There's a lot of Star Wars, I feel like... Okay, I'll say this. There's a lot of directors out there that I think their strong suit is directing cinematography capturing the picture, making the elements move along together, but they can't necessarily write. And I feel like this thing that's happening now is so many writer-directors is the thing. Like, they want to give this, this creator, right, this creationist, the full control of everything. You write it from, from the conception to the end. And you direct everything in the middle. And I just, when you think about some of these Star Wars sequel stories, these are some talented guys that have made some great movies. But then when you really think about the story, I I, I think I could have taken a few years of my life and possibly come up with something as good or better. And I am the most uncreative talentless hack on the planet I'll, I'll okay but you watch these things and it's like 
Why was Canto Bight there again? How do you not see, as you're going through it and doing storyboards, you don't realize this is not going anywhere? It's a pointless... Like, well, the, po- the point of it was all to get that, that 1% shot in. I guess. The whole knock on the rich thing. So then what's, what's the, then why be a storyteller? Okay. Why be a storyteller? Why, why that, why that have this amazing passion to tell a story? If really your amazing passion is to push an agenda. Now, here, here's the, here's the thing. How much of that is the creator, right? The director, writer, and how much of that is the studio, Oh yeah, well yeah. you know we it's right. remain to be seen. Yeah, we can get into all that stuff and talk all day, but okay. Right. So back to my Ta- Taiki Wadi stuff. It has only been a few months since uh, Waiti's Star Wars movie has been announced, and many already want to know more, me included, because we like Taiki Wadi. During a recent interview with BBC, I believe that's British Broadcast Channel, Waiti provided a quick update on this. Is he British, Taiki? No clue. Alrighty. Uh, Waidi provided a quick update on the status of his film and confirmed, here we go, that the writing process has begun. That makes me feel pretty good. After winning the Best Adapted Screenplay Oscar for his movie Jojo Rabbit, Never Seen It, Waidi has been working with 1917's Christy Wilson Cairns. That was in mine. Oh, was it? Okay. She's she's co-writing with him. Waidi's update on his Star Wars film might not be that shocking, but it's still good to hear that the movie is making progress when it comes to the script. Unfortunately, the details of what kind of story Waidi's working on is working on in this franchise isn't known and it will likely be a while before fans get to see it. Do you want to know why, Brian? Because Whitey's still working on Thor Love and Thunder. So that has to get finished uh, before he can begin any type of Star Wars stuff. So all of this stuff is a long, long way away. Long, long way. That's my Taiki Wadi piece. <laughs> Just an update that it's, it's basically, he's writing it. He's writing it. He's working on writing it. <laughs> that was great. I contributed what I could. Do you want me to get to the really exciting piece? Because right. I feel like you don't have anything else. No, I do. I mean, if you want me to go, I can go. Let her rip, Tater Chip. Right, let her rip. So, Star Wars Dark Legends. Oh, you know this is this? something I don't know about. You do not know about this. Um, so this is a an upcoming Star Wars. Is this fake news? No, it's not fake okay. news. It was on the internet. No. Nope. <laughs> so. Write it in stone uh, and then tear it down. This is from a upcoming uh, book from George Mann. Uh, but Star Wars Dark Legends reveals secrets of Sith immortality. Okay. The upcoming Star Wars book Dark Legends will reveal the ancient secrets of Exegol. In the mystery of the Sith's quest for immortality. Power. Let me continue. Okay. Uh, George Mann's upcoming Star Wars time book, Dark, Dark Legends, uh, will reveal ancient secrets of Exegol and Sith quest for immortality. As I said, according to Matt Stouffer's novelization of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, the ultimate goal of every Sith is to find a way to conquer death. Death. As powerful as Sith may be, though they can never truly become a forced ghost in the manner seen by Jedi, such as Qui-Gon Jinn and Luke Skywalker, because that involves submitting yourself to the will of the Force, the very opposite of Sith philosophy. 
The Sith may not technically be able to conquer death, but they still, they still can come pretty close, as revealed in the Star Wars Rides of Skywalker. Oh, okay. There, the Emperor mysteriously returned from the dead. The film itself was silent as to how this happened, but tie-ins have gradually fleshed out. Um, it seems the Emperor... Have they, though? Well, have I mean, they? Well, it seems the Emperor's spirit survived Return of the Jedi and fled to a clone body, which you talked about. Yeah. I don't know if it was the other week we before, but... We've, we've uh, talked about it a few times. The Emperor's spirit survived Return of the Jedi and fled to a clone body secreted on the Sith Bastion of Exegol. This is a technique known as essence transfer. They're cleaning it up. In They're the, cleaning it up. And the experience appears to have made Palpatine even more powerful um, in the dark side of the Force. There are still a lot of unanswered questions about essence transfer, not the least the fact a Sith spirit has previously been unable to travel cosmic distances before finding a host. But it seems some of these secrets may be revealed in George Mann's upcoming book, Star Wars Dark it's a Comic Legends. book or a novel? Like a like an actual book? It's a book. Okay. Alright, just to continue. The ancient Sith's quest for immortality appears to have been successful enough to make their way into Sith legend, so they can safely be called a forerunner of Palpatine himself. But man suggests things didn't turn out well. He's fashioned these stories on Grimm's fairy tales, meaning people don't always get what they want. Presumably, that means there will be a major cost to the Sith quest, with Palpatine learning lessons from the legend, but choosing not to duplicate it. The history of the Sith planet Exegol is currently shrouded in mystery. According to the junior novelization, of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, it was once a fertile habitat that was despoiled by the Sith, who consumed the world's resources. Hidden in the depths of the unknown regions, it was presumably found by Sith explorers who used the Force to safely chart a path through the Maelstrom. They recognized its potential as a major stronghold, although there well may have been others as well. Thus, when the Sith Empire was defeated... Millennia, millennia ago, the uh, survivor. <laughs> I'm sorry. The survivors took Exegol as their base. We're we're recording actually in Jacob's house, and I think his cat. Is that your cat? That's my cat. Your cat's calling. She's up giving on. us a hairball as we speak. <laughs> a hairball. It's okay, um, Sophie. <laughs> man, I'll get to clean that up later. Anyway, so so there you go. Um, that book. When's it coming out? It doesn't even say. So uh, it's it's upcoming. It's upcoming. Couldn't care about any of that. Why? I don't know. I because okay. Well, do you remember that a lot of this stuff? Maybe you maybe you just read it. You, you, I'm sorry, Brian. You lost me. Um, uh, yeah, I apologize. That's the nice. all of this stuff was had already happened. This is this is what I did talk about on like a a, a podcast. I think two. Well, it's been more than two weeks, but two podcasts ago is that this stuff had already been done. That it was in Legends Legends material that Palpatine's essence went to another host. It was already in something else, you know? So, I don't know. The, the whole stuff with... While I can wrap my brain around it, you know, right? But, I, I don't know. It just, it's... it's. Alright, well, let me give you something else. I think I might be kind of... And maybe this is what Disney has wanted... I think I might be kind of... Don't say it. Don't say you're done with the OT. No, no. 
done with the Skywalker saga. All right, well, then I'm sorry, but a new Darth Vader comic will tie into the Rise of Skywalker. Ooh, tell me about it, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing back the Emperor in Star Wars Rise of Skywalker was a controversial decision. But it had been planned from the beginning. Some Star Wars fans hated that Palpatine was back from the dead, while others thought it was in keeping with the general ethos of Star Wars. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. Whatever the case, the Sith Lord's return has offered Star Wars writers some prime material to play around with as they delve into explaining how the Emperor returned. That's because... They saw the movie, and they were like, oh, crap, how are we going to explain this? Already, we've seen various Star Wars books reference the Emperor cloning himself. With the ongoing Darth Vader comics from Marvel, though, we may get more explanation. You know what I thought about also today? I'm sorry. I know I'm doing it. I'm interrupting you. So, technically, Rey was a clone. What? Rey was kind of a clone, in a way, because she was the child of a half a clone. No. What are you talking about? Do, am I not making myself clear? Palpatine's son was a clone of Palpatine. But you don't know when he had the son. We, I'm pretty sure we know he's a clone of Palpatine. No, he's not. <gasps> was he? I don't remember that. I, I no. mean, again, your How confidence can... no, he is shaking mine. No, it was his son. Who did he have it with, Brian? His woman. No. No, it was a clone. The The man that we see in The Last Jedi is a clone of Palpatine. We didn't see him in The Last Jedi. Oh, I'm sorry. And The Rise of Skywalker. Ray's dad. We're, we're going to sell this right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I... Should I start a... Uh, a, a, a a tick mark here for when I'm right and you're wrong, because this is about to be Jacob one, Brian zero. Google faster. Uh-oh. <clears throat> the Jedi Prince series of novels introduces like, an yeah. insane three-eyed mutant named Tricops, Tri- Triclops, who is revealed to be... This This can't be right. Hang on. That's, <laughs> hold on. It's Cyclops, and he's an X-Man. That, well, no, this can't... This Scott is, Summers. This has got to be from, like, Legends. <coughs> It says, Triclops, who is revealed by to be Palpatine's illegitimate son, created from DNA, extracted from Palpatine, and placed into a woman he was born, mutated, cast away. That's not it. That's not it. it. But that's... Wait on. Crap, maybe that's what I read that I thought was <laughs> that's true. That's gotta be it. It's, you're wrong. Okay. I can't find it right now, but you're All right. wrong. Okay. All you right. must be reading that Legends thing. All right, let me... Can I continue? You interrupted this whole thing. Because it's so boring. It is not. All right. Now I mean a little bit. All right. Speaking at Comic Con 2020, Greg Pak, who serves as writer of the ongoing Darth Vader comic, teased that the new series, which takes place between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, will tie into the rise of Skywalker in a huge way. And here's what he says I'll just say at the end of our first arc, Vader claims to have settled all of his previous business. But the Emperor knows better. Vader is going to suffer a terrible punishment and undertake a new journey quest and there will and there are key elements that will tie into episode 9 in a huge way. The first two episodes of the new Darth Vader run have seen Vader deal with meeting um, Sabe, I don't know how you say her name, but Padme Sabi. is it Sabi? I have no clue, bro. <laughs> Padme's former handmaiden and coming oh, to terms yeah, with his right. own loss. Um, then it says, how exactly will this end up playing in episode 9? Perhaps a big trip to Exegol. We'll have to wait and see. Third part of the comic book comes on sale July 29th. So, there you go. 
So if you're interested, Jacob, read read the comic book. <clears throat> Are we ready yeah, to get back ahead. to the thing? Yeah. Ray's parentage dominated much of the online discussion about the Star Wars sequel trilogy, with with early theories suggesting. No, what are we reading here? Theory? What are you? What's? What is this? That he was a clone. Maybe it was a theory that I saw, and it wasn't actually confirmed. The Rise of Skywalker settled the matter of Rey's parentage. It revealed Rey is actually the granddaughter of Emperor Palpatine. That implied something darker than Dark Rey. Okay, that's stupid. Fans rejected the idea of Darth Sidious having a sex life. Ooh, dirty word. It didn't make sense as Palpatine never had a love interest. But the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker cleared things up. Okay. His son... Ray's father was a failed, powerless clone. Therefore, nor, no intercourse was required. Whew. Oh. I expect a apology immediately, right now, live, as we're on the podcast. Apologize. If that's correct, I apologize. It's, I, it's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard that. That's because it was probably in your moment of being un-Star Wars fan. Go ahead. Okay. That's that's all I had. I do have this one to bring things to a lighter light. We've been a little negative today, me included. I apologize, Brian, okay? Baby Yoda beats Darth Vader as most popular Star Wars character. Let me preface. Last year, Baby Yoda took the Star Wars world by storm when the character was revealed in... Mandalorian. Very good, Brian. Now, some new data suggests that the child might be even more popular than we previously sus suspected. He has been named the most popular character in the entire franchise, topping the likes of Darth Vader and... Yoda. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> data collected by... Now, this is where it gets sketchy. Democrats. <laughs> no. Data collected by Sam Rush... Never heard of him, her, it, them, never. Reveals that Baby Yoda averaged more than 4.7 million searches online over the past 12 months, easily surpassing every other character in the Star Wars galaxy. To help illustrate, to help illustrate just how popular the Mandalorian overall has become, Pedro Pascal's Mando... Mando or Mandalorian came in at number two with 2.5 million uh, monthly on. searches. All right, but we're, I understand we're, it's based on Google searches, but yeah, it's interesting I mean, to talk about, and that's what we're trying to do. I get that, but but you're just saying because it was search. Well, that's what's the most recent. I understand that. If Darth Vader had we're a talking movie about out, in the present time. If Darth Vader time. came out with a movie next month, I'm not talking about who was most popular Vader, 20 Darth years Vader. ago. I'm not talking about who who's going to be most popular that. 20 years from now. You're I'm talking about who's it, most popular they're saying now. Because these were search, or the, that that equates to the most popular. I'm, I don't know if that's. I'm reading the crap. Just let me read the crap. All right. Darth Vader, who is arguably the most iconic villain in cinematic history, came in at number three with 893,250 monthly searches. Without a new show. I realize that. I think this is good data. I really do think it's solid data. <laughs> it's mediocre data. It's data. Okay. Granted, you ready? This is just an internet search data, and it is far too early and difficult to quantify entirely. So what's the point? 
Sorry. To talk ahead. about something on the podcast, Brian, the same <laughs> thing that you just read, you're nonsense. If Baby Yoda truly is more popular than Darth Vader. Now, here's where it gets interesting. This is the list. Again, it's a list. Of searches. Top 10 most popular Star Wars characters based on the stuff that I just said. Number one, we said Baby Yoda. Number two, we said The Mandalorian. Pedro Pascal's character, can you name the character? Obi-Wan. Can oh, you, the next one? No, no. Can you name... Pedro Pascal? Can you name the character, the Mandalorian's name? Yeah, the Mandalorian. Name. Din Djarin. Very good, Brian. I put you on the spot and I'm sorry. No, number I three. Knew number three. Darth Vader. It was Vader. Number four. Take a guess. Obi-Wan. Nope. Luke Skywalker. Nope. Snoke. Yoda. 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 Number five. You'll never guess number five in a million years. It's a Star Wars character? It's a Star Wars character in the sequel trilogy. You should know it then. With the Uh, the sequel trilogy, you should know it. Who's your your favorite character in the sequel trilogy? Luke Skywalker. Really? Well, I mean, he's my favorite character of all. Uh, Poe Dameron. Really? Finn. I don't know. Kylo Kylo Ren. He's not my favorite. Oh, really? I love Kylo in the sequel. Yeah. Number six, again, you'll never get it. What uh, what thing? <laughs> is that that's, Chewbacca? That's my Chewbacca, yeah. <laughs> what I Number seven, and this is interesting because he's already been mentioned. Anakin. Yep, Anakin Skywalker. Good yeah, job. That, that was a, that's a search to see if they're going to do a show of him or if he was going to show up in the movie or something. I guarantee that. I don't think so. Wait till I get to 8, 9, and 10. Well, okay. okay wait till I get to 9 and 10. Number 8? Obi-Wan. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So you might be on the right track there. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Number 9? Obi-Wan. Luke Skywalker. Obi Wan's got to be on the freaking list. He's somewhere. not. How is he not on the list? He's not because I'm poking holes in your just <laughs> Google's about the searches. Uh, the TV shows upcoming. Obi Wan's not on the list. Number ten, you won't guess in a million years. Jar Jar Binks. I would say you're kind of close. Weird looking alien creature. Bubble freak. Darker and more menacing. Jabba. Yep. Good mm. guess. Jabba the Hutt. Yep. Again, it's Google searches over the last twelve months, right. but that's that's what people have done. They I mean, have searched. This episode is full of just useless information. That's what we knew it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Star Wars Rant Podcast. <laughs> All right, um, what else do I have here? I'm going to end. Well, while I'm searching for this, did you hear about the? Jedi Temple Challenges on Disney Plus. Yeah, I've I've heard about it. I've heard some decent things. I've just not. I've not watched not a second watched of it. it at all. Who's the star, Brian? It's uh, Ahmad Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Binks. Binks. Yep. Yeah. Which good for him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, for having. I mean, yeah. Like for having to be that character. Yeah. He did a great job. He did. I mean, yeah. Um. But, you know, what's interesting about it is, from what I've seen, it seems to be kind of the same setup as a show I used to watch on Nickelodeon. No, not Double Dare. Temple of Doom. I think that was the name of it. Oh, crap. That is Indiana Jones. (laughs) Legends of the Lost Temple. Something like that. No. Somebody, somebody, somebody listening, comment on our comment on our facebook page or something that's not it bro that's not it rugrats no that's not it it's it's something where they used to run through this temple there was a, a obstacle course 
Legends of the Temple, something like that. Anyway, that's kind of what this new uh, Jedi Temple challenge reminds me of. All right, so on to some news about what I want to talk about every single podcast, and that's updates on the Obi-Wan series. Can't wait for it to come. Love Deborah Chow. Thought she was absolutely amazing in her part of The Mandalorian. I am I am beyond excited for the Obi-Wan series. I'll take it when it gets here. I want it to get here sooner, but as you as you mentioned a few podcasts ago, be done correctly, right? Just be done right. Don't rush it. Be done correctly. So on that Obi-Wan, Hayden Christensen will reportedly play Anakin Skywalker on the Obi-Wan series. Over at Disney+, Plus, a Star Wars live-action television series based on Obi-Wan Kenobi is still in the works. Back in January, it was announced that the project was on hold indefinitely due to some major script revisions. And that's the last we've heard, Brian. We haven't heard anything else, really. Now, according to LRM Online, trusted outlet, a new casting deal has gone down behind the scenes. Hayden Christensen is supposedly reprising his role of Anakin Skywalker for the series. I know what you're going to say, Brian. He's Darth Vader at this point. The information is labeled as a top-shelf rumor, but LRM states that they can safely say that Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as Anakin Skywalker for the upcoming Disney Plus Kenobi series. It's not an implausible motion, a notion, Brian, when you think about it. The show is planned to take place in between the prequel and original trilogy when Anakin is eh, Darth Vader. But through the use of dream sequences, yeah, or perhaps flashbacks. even flashbacks, yeah. Anakin could definitely continue to be a part of Obi-Wan's journey. The weird part, however, is that LRM specifically labels Anakin as a regular role in the new series. If that does turn out to be true, just how much Anakin should we expect to see? It's been 15 years since Christensen's last on-screen appearance as Skywalker, which that shouldn't matter how much he's aged since then because, well, if he's playing the role of Darth Vader, he's in a mask. If they're doing dream sequences... I feel like Hayden has not aged all that drastically. I'm sure. I'm sure if you looked at him versus now, I mean that's that's a lot of time in between. But I mean, here's he my. He had the scarring and stuff on his face and longer yeah. hair. I mean, I like, I like Hayden Christensen. I was hoping we'd see him in some way or shape in, in Rise of Skywalker, and we we heard his voice. We heard his voice. Ray, we believe in you. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, I don't know. I mean. I, I like him, and I, I like him to kind of have a shot at, at doing something again with Star Wars because I feel like he got a bad rap. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I I don't know if we need him in Obi Wan. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. Mm, well, I don't know. If they do like some type of flashback things, and he looks good. He you, could looks do a the couple, part. you could do a couple here or there, but, but I'd be I, really into that. This needs to be well, about. Well, here's this the other thing too. Needs to be too. about Obi Wan though, I mean, not about people, Anakin. Well, but Anakin is a part of Obi Wan. I understand that, but I'm just saying this show is the Obi Wan show. It's not the Obi Wan okay, and Anakin. But, and it's not. You know what I mean? So I I I I I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I almost feel like. Well, you say like Anakin could be have a reoccurring thing. I mean, I don't, I don't think that. This is where I think they went wrong with, with in you know, spoilers if you haven't seen 
Man, did you finish Rebels yet? No, no, no. Okay. So stop. Well, so but stop. you know Darth Maul's on Rebels. Yeah, Brian, I, I do now. Oh, come on. I do now. That. Not to where I've gotten. Can I just talk about it? I mean, by this, it's fair yeah. game at this point. This is why I feel like, you know, on Rebels, they have, you know, they end up reuniting Obi-Wan and, and Darth Maul. And I feel like that should have happened. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Okay, that, that, that should have happened to me in something like this. Now, again, they didn't know they were going to do this, I, I'm assuming, when they started Rebels. My gosh, Darth Maul was in everything. I know. But Darth that, Maul but to me, is like, in... Like, that was just, you know, you think about how Phantom Menace ended as far as, you know, between Darth Maul and Obi-Wan. And then, man, that, that could have been really, that could have been what this Obi-Wan thing was about. Their, their, their battle between each other. Oh, you know? so Obi-Wan, Darth Maul. I'm not going to say anything. You Seems like you might have just alluded to no, it. No, but I'm just saying that that's what it should have been about was them, you don't, you don't see any of that until you see Rebels, where it kind of leads up to that at a certain point in that series. Yeah. Which, um, sp- again, speaks to how wonderful Rebels is. Yeah, it's great. But I'm just saying, I would have rather, I would much rather have seen something like that live action. Right. You know. Yeah, and but really, you're right. And think about well, how you could really. Was it? Didn't like a nine... Rebels happen after Disney had bought Star Wars? Yeah. So they had all this material, and they just. Flushed well, it out in four animated series. How, how of far? How much animated Disney, seasons? How much Disney Plus was flushed out when they were doing this, and what they'd end up doing, I don't know. But I'm just saying, I really feel like they could have, you know, because you you had them at the end of of Solo. Spoiler alert, they, uh, Darth Maul. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. In like, dude, I mean, you could have. Yeah, really... but before that, you had him in Clone Wars. That's right. where you, you knew had, he you was. You had him in Clone Wars, and, and, and you had that's him in where Rebels, he, that's, Clone Wars is where it introduced saying, that he you survived. Could have, you could have really done something live action. It would have been awesome. And, and to have it with Ewan McGregor again, and you could have had you know Ray Park still, like this, the original actors, it would have been freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Now, they could still... Um, they could still. Show, they could still they do could some still solo them. stuff. They can still... Well, no, they could still have them in this, because I'm. this is before... Um, this is before the Rebels stuff. Oh, is it? Okay. Should be. Well, I don't know where the Rebel stuff is. I but, can picture but now they can't, Obi-Wan. But you know what? They don't meet. No, they can't. I don't think they are going to have it at all because oh, they. Pff, the way, the way that storyline. No, but the way that storyline goes, they don't. The yeah. Rebels storyline? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Well, yeah, let's, let's move on to something else because I don't want to ruin Rebels for me. Um, but that is very interesting. This is going back to what you had talked about last week. From your good friend, Doom. Cock. Yeah. Lucasfilm will reportedly ignore the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Okay. If you get to read Doomcock's crap about non-news, then I'm going to read this person's uh, stuff about kind of news. Based on the reception to the first season of The Mandalorian, the dream team of Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni... Look to have the small screen future of Star Wars in good hands. And while Obi-Wan Kenobi may have hit a couple of major roadblocks, the duo's protege, Deborah Chow, is now calling the shots on the in-development Disney Plus exclusive, which is a hugely encouraging sign. However, things aren't quite as rosy on the big screen. I think we can all agree with that. Disney Plus seems to be an outlet where we've seen some success, albeit... 
from one season of one show, right? Fair. Um, with the recent sequel trilogy splitting the fans right down the middle and not doing the kind of box office numbers that Disney were expecting from the conclusion to one of the most iconic and beloved stories in the history of cinema, you'd think that every new Star Wars project was contractually obligated to suffer from some kind of difficulty given the events of the last few years. Would you agree with that? Every single project, we've talked about it ad nauseum, involved with your girlfriend, Kathleen Kennedy, has been under some form of... Rogue One, <clears throat> Solo, everything, yeah. everything other than Force, maybe the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Maybe you know. I think there was a little bit towards the end, but uh, nothing to the degree. There's of what been we've some seen. turmoil, yeah. But with yeah. fans more divided than ever, the next batch of movies from the likes of Kevin Feige, 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 and Taiki Wadi will be pivotal to the continued success of the long-running series. I have to agree. I don't like the idea of every single thing of my Star Wars coming on Disney Plus. I don't like it. And we know there's movies in the future. We talked about it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. um, this comes from Grace Randolph, who apparently is someone that is somewhat interconnected. Sounds like a Lord of the Rings character. She references the uh, um, Doom Cock guys Why do you stuff. make me do that? I don't want to say that word. What? That's a dirty it's word. It's his name. Well, okay. You can say it. Kathleen Kennedy, not all caps, stepping down. Instead, yes. almost certain her contract, which now ends in 2021, oh, will not be renewed. Oh, that's good. There you go. Just like episodes 7 through 9 won't be erased, but more ignored. Grace goes on to say, I've been reporting all this for weeks. People are just putting clickbait spins on the real stories. Well, I mean, that makes well, sense. Well, that's, that's I mean, that your makes guy, sense to ignore it, to, For them to ignore it, it, just let it go away. So someone gave her the old tweeter business, and this is, uh, said, uh, tweeted her, and said, tweeted her? <laughs> tweeted her? <laughs> tweeted her? Tweeted her? Tweeted her? Who will be ignored, question mark? Can't recall any names? Weird. And she says, I'm saying episodes 7 through 9 will be ignored. And I gotta say, I can wrap my brain around being ignored. Like they Wait, just don't be... touch this thing anymore. Yeah, now, I mean, they've said that Skywalker, Skywalker Saga is done. So... But then they also said that we're going to see these characters and other stuff. We talked about this on our podcast many months ago. You're going to see what characters? We talked about this. A Poe story or uh, a Kylo Ren story. I don't think you're going to get any of that. You know, I think Kathleen get, Kennedy, I think, is the one who came think, out and said, we're I'm, not done with these characters. Yeah, That's what it was. That, that changed, I think. Yeah, she said, we're not done with these characters, but we're done with the trilogy format. Look, I think I think over time they will f fade away. I, don't, I think if you get anything, it's going to be in the form of comics and books and things like that. I don't think you're going to get anything on the screen. So let's talk about, you know, we got uh, Mandalorian now, which is set in the OT. Right. More or less, right? Yeah, I mean, um, basically. You have, uh, <clears throat> you have Obi-Wan coming out, which is set um, in the OT. Right. Yeah. Talking about now Lando, um, that's kind of been unofficially confirmed of Lando with Danny Glover. Um, that's not his name. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Danny Glover is in um, is, Lethal, yeah, Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, Donald Glover, and that would be, you know, that would be 
in between. That would be before That's the That's a Disney OT. Plus series? Yeah. Okay. Um, have we had any other Disney Plus series? Well, there's that. Okay, I mean, I hate to bring it up, right? Because you're going to get all... Um, male chauvinistic on us because that's your oh whatever did we listen to the other podcast the last podcast anywho um there's that one that uh there's a disney plus show well there's cassie and andor there's obi-wan cassie and andor and so that's your that's your uh that's but there's also lena headley i believe is the director's name she did the show on Oh, maybe it was a Netflix show. Maybe it was an HBO show. I can't think of the name. Russian Doll. That's it. She did Russian Doll. So anyway, this has been in the works for months. Right, so what's she gonna but do, there's though? nothing there. I think it's. I think it's a Disney Plus show. Obviously starring be. all females. Oh. All females. Female directors. Female producers. Females mopping the floors. Females. <laughs> everything. Cast. Every single one. Like I'm serious. This is what I read. Like her. Her goal is it to be. A 100% female-driven show. All right. Well, so, but we don't know what that is. But I'm just saying, so the ones that we kind of well, know. That's, my point is that's been in the works longer than yeah. the Lando thing. But at least the ones we know about a little more. Obi-Wan are, so, and yeah, Cat, but, Candy, so if you look uh, at Cassian. It, yeah, that's all. So this is all in the OT era. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. And so, and, so what I'm saying is it seems like all the new content <laughs> is about the OT era. You know, you know, you're going to have the High Republic stuff in those books or whatever that is. And, um, you know, in these movies, these other three movies that are going to come out, from everything we understand, there's going to be they're in a totally different direction. Right. Um, so I think yeah, this is this is true that it's, we are just it's done. The the sequel trilogy part of it to me is over, but it's still they're going to go like back a little bit. We are living in that where they're going to live in that OT era a little longer. Right. Here. Where the Empire is still yeah. at its strongest point and, and to excuse an extent. Me, but I think that's part of why the Mandalorian was so successful. And I think that's a lot of reason why a lot of people like Rogue One is because mm. because they just they got it right. They got that feel right. You know what I mean? That OT feel. You you knew Dude, you knew but, okay, you're in but that the Star feel, Wars you're era. right, you're right. But that's all the director doing things to make it feel like Star Wars. Can't you? Why can't no, you do that in a different story, timeline? The, no, but the story was consistent with what you know. It, it had, even the story had had good Star Wars elements to it. I agree. I, I yeah. agree on. Yeah, I mean, I agree on both parts. But I feel like with the right director, with the right with the, some with, with someone. Um, you know, it takes uh, both. leading it the takes, ship. It that, takes the story and the, and the, the director. Right. You know what I mean? To, I feel like for a lot of that Star Wars stuff that you're talking about feels like OT. For me, it's more visually feels like OT than it does story-wise, if that makes sense. Yeah, how, because they're living in that I'm era. not talking they, about the... They, I'm not talking about like the... the, the um, uh, CGI part of it, obviously. No, no, no. I'm, that's not talk- I'm not talking better. about the look. I mean, yeah, I did mention the look, but I'm talking about also even well, just the okay. The maybe, maybe when line, I say visually, the references they bring up yeah, and the yeah, things that are going on, the characters that them, you see you know I mean? with Mandalorian, dude. You had you had fan service yeah. constantly in every episode, so that's what reminds you of the OT. It's well, not know, so much the. St- it is the story. It's the story, but it's the fact that you're on Tatooine in the same hangar. It's the timeline. In the, 
Cantina. But it's the it's the timeline that they're living in. It's very it's right after Return of the Jedi. Okay, but what does the timeline have to do with it? I guess because it's because you're in the you're in that you're in that time that I. That, that you're most interested in? Yeah, exactly. Because at this point with the Mandalorian, the Empire is not reigning. It's not as a prime anymore. The Empire is crumbling. It has been crumbled by Luke right. in and you, Return of the but Jedi. what I'm saying is you get to see... You get to see... It's only five years removed. Right. You get to see what's going on. Well, now, right yeah, after that's Return what makes it cool. Where, like, the sequel trilogy okay. Okay. was, like, 30 years out, and you're like... You know, unless you're okay. like the I see what you're saying. Books and stuff I see what like you're that. saying. With it's Mandalorian, kind of like, well, what, the heck happened? what ties you into it is it ties directly into the OT, basically directly into Return of the Jedi because you're seeing what happened afterward. Right. And then you couple that with the fact that there's Jawas running around and you're seeing Trandoshans. I'm seeing, and, the, yeah, and I'm seeing the impact on. On the galaxy, what what, the, what does the galaxy look like immediately after? And, and this is five well, yeah. years after. Yeah, and, and you got some great references. Yeah. From talking about the, I mean, I think it was the second to last episode of the Mandalorian with um, Werner Herzog's character, um, the client, client, the client, talking about how the Empire, everything it touches, it makes it better, and that's why this planet is so much more. Uh, disgusting and dirty and, and yeah. you know well then you also oh, so then like the casting stuff. Andor you know you're gonna get um, you know him pre Rogue One right because so like oh, think about okay. think about oh, how that yeah, obviously <laughs> yeah think about how that movie opened is you know he's he freaking he was borderline man he, kills, he was borderline he, yeah. he has to kill and, and he says in the movie later to Jin that he's done a lot of terrible things right. that's what you're gonna get to see you're gonna get to see the terrible things that casting. So, do you done. still consider that OT? Because we're, no, well, we're now, OT, we're, now we're talking. It's in the realm. It's in the. It's in the. It's in that timeline. Yeah. So it's it's in the timeline. He, he's going to so, be yeah. very much in like Rebels timeline in a way. Cassian. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're depending on how far back to take him, and then then you have Obi Wan, obviously, and so that's going to play into. I mean, there's know, all this stuff happening in that same thirty year yeah. period. Obi Wan's more will be more in the Rebel timeline, maybe even pre. Pre-rebel, right? Um, but what I'm saying is, it's got to be pre-rebel. It's going to yeah. fill in a lot of the gaps. You and McGregor can't be like 68 year old. No, Alan no, Guinness, I get Alan that. Guinness. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting stuff. I um, that was a good rabbit hole we went down. Well, there. I'm just saying. So I, I just think that yeah, there's no reason to address other than I know we bring up like little articles about sure, sure. the emperor and how he survived. But what I'm saying is, there's no reason for them to go back to any of that stuff now. Which is why, so I heard, you want to hear a crazy rumor? Sure. You want to? to. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay, so you know you know, Mandalorian 2 is already pretty yeah. much wrapped, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're working on 3 right, right now. yep. And the crazy rumor that I saw on YouTube from that Mike Zero guy. Oh, that guy. I know. But His voice really annoys me. <laughs> why does he uh, talk like was that? Was that Luke Skywalker is going to show up in Mandalorian three, and that through and they're going to use like like oh, de aging. It's oh, going to be Mark Hamill oh, and please use Lord, the please Lord use the de aging stuff. I will I will I will get down on my hands and knees with a King James version Bible underneath wow. in each hand, and that he to will, pray it comes true, and that he will also be wearing somehow know, he gets his hands on it, uh, High Republic armor 
What? Whatever the Jedi's wear in the High Republic, they I guess they wear armor when they go to battle. I, I yeah, I have yeah. And yeah. that he's uh he's gonna be wearing the that armor for whatever scenes he's gonna be in. I actually cut off the picture because it uh yeah. um the one that had the armor a little bit better. It was almost like a knight's armor, yeah, kind of yeah, gold exactly. shiny armor. So that that's a rumor, but but to me it's like Oh, that sounds amazing. No, but that sounds uh, wonderful. We talked about this. I no, know you your memory you, okay. is faulty. I don't Dude, I, I gotta see Luke. I gotta okay, I have so let me to say see this. Luke let me doing say something. The only way that works is if because this was more something, than sitting on a rock and dying. This was something else that we we talked about a few episodes ago. Is that they were gonna try to do like uh, how Marvel did? You know, you know, you had Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. Yeah, they built up to all yeah, these yep, yep. these big events. Well, and that's what we thought with Kevin Feige. Yeah. That uh, so so the rumor wasn't for season two of Mandalorian that you're they're going to start to introduce some of these characters like that, and to start to build this universe out to build these stories, and so if you think okay, what's one of the things like I've been asking for as a Luke Skywalker fan, fan, uh, fan give me Luke Skywalker post Return of the Jedi like yeah. what oh God, I, I that's the story that I so, want okay and so, me too everybody does and so it's like if this is true if he's in Mandalorian 3 somehow is that saying that that's something that they're gonna like that's just an introduction to tease him for his own oh series well, no, that now. would never happen why are you kidding me right now how does your how is your memory this bad we've talked about this I I put my heart on a wood pallet, right on a on and a cutting board for you, and I on that heart said, Brian, do you think there's ever a chance that we could see Luke, some point between Return of the Jedi and the and, and yeah. the Last Jedi, where he's in his prime, where he's good guy Luke, and he's because it was when you I remember it was when you were reading the Kylo Ren comic book, and he like picked up everyone's blasters and crumbled them yeah. in the air, yeah. and I said that's the Luke I want to see, and you're never gonna happen, never gonna happen, salty Brian. I, I I've got to see it, I've got to well, yeah. see it, and well, now that saying, Mike now Zero, I not... love Mike Zero, I've always liked Mike no, Zero. Don't. <laughs> hey, don't worry, he's not listening to this. <laughs> I mean, but God, that would be amazing, be amazing. But yeah, you're not gonna get. Then a Luke Skywalker spinoff. Why not? With we're literally on different sides of the platform than what we were a few months ago. <laughs> I know, I get it, but now that because I've of seen... his age, unless no, it's the guy that we have... get his name always wrong, <laughs> Shaw or Stan, whichever one. <laughs> Sebastian Stan, right? Phil Tompkins, <laughs> <laughs> help us, Phil. Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Bucky. Yeah. It's Unless Sebastian it's that Stan. guy, I think you're right. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw is not him. That's what Sebastian I said Shaw before. is old Darth Vader, yeah. old Anakin Skywalker. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Fingers crossed. But look, <laughs> we're gonna die on this. He hill. could do it. Whether he would want to, I don't know. But but yeah, I mean, they can't do they can't do like a de aging. <laughs> no, not for not, not for multiple not for entire, episodes. Yeah, that yeah. would just be weird. Right. But uh, you could do one or two for a ten minute yeah. glimpse in Mandalorian right. season three, where maybe we're not having close ups of Mark Hamill's yeah. face. But okay, but even it's not. And who knows how much of a time jump you're going to get between yeah. Mandalorian even if two it's and not three? Winter Soldier, then then you, maybe be Yoda might else. be young be adult else. Yoda in Mandalorian chapter three or um, season three. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what they need to do? Find the kid, 
that auditioned for young young Anakin in Phantom Menace. That blonde headed kid. The blonde headed kid. You thought he looked like my dude. They they had a picture. They had him, and then they had a picture of Mark of young Mark Hamill. And dude, he was like that could have been his son. Huh. Find that kid. Hopefully, he's not got the corona. What See about what Mark Hamill's son? Days. I feel like have you I'm seen not, him? No, I have not. Um, does he even have a son? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I feel like he has children. And if he does, hopefully one of them's a son. He don't even know if they act. I'm just saying, okay. get this plan. You son. know who can act? Who? Any person on the planet. Any person on the planet can act. <laughs> any person true. on the planet can act. It's like saying anybody can podcast. Do you? I mean, do you see what's happening here? Look at what we're doing. <laughs> we. I. I got new. Did I tell you I got new listeners today? Yeah. Well, I got new listeners. I got my sister. <laughs> okay. This is how this is how bad our podcast is. It's taken a full ten months of me doing this with you before I told my family about it. Yeah. And even then, I'm just like I'm just like dropping a nugget here and there, one family member at a time. So my sister Cindy may be listening, and her her sons, my nephews Carter and Owen, maybe I don't know. How old are they? Carter is thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, and Owen is oh crap. Thanks a lot, Brian. Nine. Maybe ten. Are you sure, Uncle Jacob? I don't know. And you made me kept saying Doomcock over and over. <laughs> I did. I did. Sorry about that. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot they started listening. All right. Well, you got you got something to wrap this up with? I do. All right. High Republic stuff. Oh, You're gonna love great. it. So High Republic. Hey, by the before, do you know what I'm doing right now? Not like in a second, but like when I'm not sitting in front of you, I'm uh, listening to the audiobook of Thrawn. Oh, okay, that's cool. Have you read it? Nope. Oh, okay. I'm still I'm still finishing up um, where Luke moves the noodle. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember. Um, gosh, what's the name of that one? It's a Star Wars book. It, it's the events that happen literally immediately yeah. after A New Hope. I gotta say, it's good. There's some good story bits in there, but it, it's it's not it's not the greatest written book I've ever read. It's it's engaging and entertaining to me because yeah. it's Luke. If Luke wasn't the center of this and it wasn't from Luke's point of view, yeah, yeah, perspective, I totally would have quit on it a long time ago. But, you know, it's Luke on his missions. He's got he's got a little bit of a love interest here yeah, at, at one heard, point. I remember from, um, from Chad, yeah. There's something with a grenade. And you could just go Oop. back and listen to that episode where I Chad could, just tells as long as it, look. Oh, I could. And I feel like I probably have, but yeah. I much like all of the Star Wars Ramp right, podcast, I forget I it immediately. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda, two of the greatest Jedi, lived their lives with a quiet reserve. They taught patience. They respected the opinions of others. They were understanding and thoughtful. Not all Jedi were like Obi-Wan and Yoda. Skier. Who? Skier. That's him. Skier. He's He's a a Trandoshan. He's a lizard. Skier. For people that don't know. Right. He's Bosk. Yeah. He's a Bosk looking guy. He's beefier though. He does. Yeah. He looks short and uh, uh, stocky. Skier plays a major role in the Marvel Comics ongoing and is an absolute joy to write, says Caven Scott, one of the writers behind the High Republic. You got to quit pooling on the High Republic, Brian. It's new Star Wars stuff. It's what we got. <laughs> He's gruff. This is talking about Skier. Two S's, by the way. Skier sounds like a sounds like a He-Man character. 
I don't know why you have to reference He-Man every single podcast. <laughs> but he really could you does. be more a child of the early '80s? I mean, good night. Hey, I'm proud. I wish I could go back. Oh, everybody does. Yeah, this everybody sucks. does. This is a horrible time we're in. But that's okay. We got Star Wars. <laughs> he's gruff, opinionated. Uh, he, I'm sorry. He's a gruff, opinionated Trandoshan who has been around the block more times than he cares to remember. Hey-o. Loyal. <laughs> I don't think that's what they mean. <laughs> My nephews are listening. <laughs> um, he has been around the block more times than he cares to remember. Loyal, but brutally honest. You can always be sure Skier will tell you exactly what's on his mind. Or so Avar Chris and his fellow Jet, I think. Avar Chris, remember her? She's the leader. That's all about to change. This is a Jedi Master with a secret that is tearing him apart. Still, the High Republic is set at a, set at a time. You know what his secret is? I don't know. Do you? He's been around the block. Oh, gosh. The High Republic is set at a time when the Jedi are at their peak, and none exemplify that more than Avar Chris. They are shoving her down our throats, which is fine. Okay. <laughs> which is fine, Brian. It's fine. I want to have her everywhere I can see her. Uh, her is an amazing character. In an interview, this is going back to more High Republic stuff, because I figured I'd end with it because I know you hate it. That's fine. In an interview with Charles Sue, one of the co-creators of the series um, on StarWars.com, blah, 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 it was revealed that Star Wars The High Republic, this is very enter- entertaining to me, will have a major connection to the mysterious character of... Indiana Jones. Lor Santeca, oh. played by Ma- Max Van Sido. I believe he passed away recently. Corona get him? T- <laughs> Sorry. In The Force Awakens. The interview highlighted and showed some of the concept art for the series Jedi Nice, including the Santeca family, who appears to be ancestors of Lore Santeca. That makes sense. Soul gave him insight into the Santeca family. Ready? Here we go. Once just a family, this is about Lore Santeca and his family. Once just, it's again in the High Republic series that we know nothing about, that Brian could not care less about, that none of us will ever read. Once just a family of hard scrabble hyperspace prospectors seeking valuable roots in the outer reaches of the galaxy, the Santeca clan, that's interesting, has become a dynasty at the forefront of technologies and techniques that let Chancellor. Lena So's Great Galactic Republic continued to expand safely to new areas. We talked about this briefly a few podcasts ago about how in the time of the High Republic, these hyperspace routes are an unknown thing. So the Santeca family, Lore Santeca from The Force Awakens, his heritage is kind of based in hyperlane navigation, I guess. You know. So the the uh, Chancellor, what's what's their name again? Lena. She's awesome. She's a great character, and her is awesome. Overseen by Scions, Marlon and Vela Santeca, okay, the clan operates in close conjunction with the Republic and becomes crucial to its response to the great disaster. But the Santecas have a secret. Their rise did not come without a cost. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and it. I doubt I'll ever find out. Dun, 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 but there's your hook, folks. Go get that book when it comes out in 2027. 
All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. If you made it this far, thanks man, a lot, just, and we apologize. You're, you're aces. Garbage episode today. Uh, we appreciate it, as always. Um, we will be back next week with another. We're going to try to be. Um, don't make a more. Promise. I'm going to try to be more active on our Facebook page. Oh, I, okay. I feel like I. It's fine. I feel like we need to be more active on that. Yeah. When's the last time you posted something? Whenever <laughs> the last weeks? episode yeah. was. So we're, we're going to try to be more active on that. And, and my request would be give us some feedback. Post something. Even if it's you two idiots suck. That'll be good. I'll take that. I'll Ch- even like it. Chad, <laughs> Phil, you know, some of our regular... Don't don't put that, please. Just yeah. People that we don't know, you can tell us we suck. Other people need to be nice to us that we do know. I'm very sensitive. I can barely take criticism yeah hey but also you know i really should start saying this at the beginning of the podcast because you probably most people probably aren't even listening at this point but uh they are everyone's listening we're uh, getting there give us some some love on on itunes give us oh, some yeah. stars we need stars what does it do <laughs> what's the star do <laughs> i don't know i just know other people ask for them and well we here's the thing me and we ho- hopefully everyone enjoys this i think me and brian enjoy it we we actually do try to put some stuff together we came together with a with some thoughts today um, to try to make this entertainment for you. and uh, Look, here's what it is. We just like talking about Star Wars and we basically. just record it. I mean, that's, that's, let's just be there real. There you go. All right? Um, but anyway. An added bonus would be for you guys to enjoy it and talk about it with your friends so we can get more listeners. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, it's kidding. So anyway, hey, we appreciate it. Be safe. Be kind. Wear a mask. Oh, if you want to, it's up to you. <laughs> it's free country.